What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island, because that is how it is labeled in the movie, so that is what I will call it. It's the same thing for Truth or Dare. Um, but yes, this one does come from Blumhouse, as uh, as known from the title. Um, but Fantasy Island is directed by Jeff Wadlow, who did bring us the other Blumhouse's uh, title, uh, Truth or Dare. When the owner and operator of a luxurious island invites a collection of guests to live out their most elaborate fant fantasies in a relative seclusion, chaos quickly descends. So, an interesting premise for sure, but um, that is where we are with the movie. So, I'll try my best to like keep out of spoiler territory, just in case if you want to watch it, and if you are a thriller, horror fan, um, you might get a kick out of it, uh, regardless of what I say. But, you know, go support these movies on VOD, you know, since we're all in this situation. Speaking of the situation, you know, all of us can't you know, go to the theaters now, so we have to find different avenues of content to review or catching up on stuff that we missed in theaters uh, and just kind of seeing what I can watch and review for you guys. And I wanted to pick this one because I'm a, I'm a Blumhouse fan. I do I do watch everything that comes from that, um, you know, production house, and I, you know, I like... Uh, some of them, I hate some of them. It just kind of depends on uh, which route we're going to go with on that. But, you know, I, I do uh, appreciate what they're doing in the horror thriller genre um, and giving, you know, these kind of smaller ones a chance to kind of shine in front of a lot of people. And then, two, I missed it in theaters uh, and I didn't review it for you guys. So this is my perfect chance to do that. So going into it, I've seen the trailers. I thought, like I said, the premise sounds interesting. You could do a lot with that. And you can kind of dip into like maybe some sci-fi territory too. It could be just weird as hell and I'd be totally on board. Um, and then the uh, second thing is that when I was uh, looking it up before I, I started watching it, it's got like an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like there's a lot of people that hate this movie. And I've heard from a lot of people that they don't like the ending and it just it's just kind of ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense and it's just kind of throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks type of deal. But I saw the movie. It's not as bad as people claim it to be. Yes, the ending is ridiculous and they go through a bunch of different avenues to try to like fake you out on on different occasions and then lead to the ultimate conclusion, but I just thought it was fine. Like it's not it's not anything I ever want to watch again. Um but it's if I had to pick between this or Truth or Dare, which is done by the same director and they both got Lucy Hale in it, I would pick this one in a heartbeat. Because with this one, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, performances in this that make it slightly entertaining. There are some set pieces that do have some genuine tension, but that's about it. And there's really nothing more to kind of dissect, but let me try my best to kind of uh, break it down for you guys. I think with the actual story... And having like Michael Pena as like the uh, uh, island curator that's you know doing all this and stuff like there is something there. And to be quite frank with you, you can actually use this concept to draw out into like a mini series or like something that you would uh, premiere on Shutter or you know even HBO or Showtime or whatever. I just feel like there's a lot of richness there that you could actually take and go more like the horror drama route and using drama and real emotional death with characters and their problems and the fantasies that they want to, um, you know, get 
you can use that and have horror as a backdrop, you know, uh, versus the opposite. So I feel like if you went more down that route and um, had this be more of a human story with just, um, like I said, some horror elements, that might that might be more uh, impactful. And like I said, it's you know it's kind of dipping into some sci-fi territory, you know, thriller, uh, suspense, horror. Like it's it's got a bunch of stuff going on, and you could do something out of this. But they, they decide to just make it like a cheap horror film and uh, not really have anything. Um, too much to say about it. just you know more of like here's a nice set piece here here's a nice set piece here here's another one over here and they all kind of come together towards the end and you're like okay um i kind of wanted to see a little bit more than that but uh for what we got it's not you know entertaining uh for an hour and 40 minutes uh, I, I guess is enough but um it's not going to get a high grade for me so i do like the concept and i wish they would have dove deeper into it and they do have some things that they kind of touch upon with you know regrets of uh, not marrying the right person and getting a child that you wanted with that person or maybe, uh, you know, seeing a family member for, uh, one last time because you never got to see them because um, they, they have passed or whatever. It's just there's stuff like that they, they, you know, kind of skim across the surface with. And those were actually the best parts about the movie. But then you would get into, you know, the kind of horror element and it just, you know, it just seemed cheapened by everything that kind of played before it. So, you know, if you did this into like a series and you kind of drew it out a little bit and you focus more on the people's regrets or their their fantasies and how it emotionally ties to them, you could have something. And I would I would I would watch it. If they dropped a series on this right now, like a little mini series, I'd watch it in a heartbeat. Um, but I just thought this was just more of like a cheapened version of what they were trying to go for. But I appreciate some of the emotional stuff that the characters were going through, because like I said. Those were the best parts. Um, Quick little thing before I get to the performances. I watched the unrated version, and I thought it was really funny that it was unrated because the only thing that was different, I'm assuming from the PG-13 version, they added some blood when people were stabbed. And there was one scene where there was a party, and one person in the background had her top off. Everyone else had their tops on. One person in the background did not. So, like... There's your boobs. There's your unrated. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like that was the only uh, thing that justified the unrated and some of the blood. But I just thought that was funny um, from a, from a directing standpoint on Wadlow's part. Um, so performances wise, uh, some of it kind of trails into goofy um, territory, which also undercuts some of the uh, emotional strings that you have with uh, some of the characters. Some of them are really goofy and obnoxious and it kind of just takes you out of it and they play more into the comedy angle it doesn't really work for me so once again kind of tone mismanagement not really knowing what you want um and so i I didn't really care for most of the performances i think maggie q uh definitely had um the more interesting storyline and definitely the better performance out of everyone because she had the most kind of guilt on her shoulders that she was dealing with without spoiling anything so i thought she was the best part about the movie uh, Michael Pena is just there to basically be like, you have one fantasy, complete it. And he he would say the same thing over and over again. He doesn't really add much to it. And even when you get to the part where uh, the, the reason why he's on the island and stuff, it's like, eh, I don't know. It, it just, to me, like, he's a, he's a great actor, but he just doesn't sell this kind of like, I don't know, this person that's in charge of this island. It just seems like he was another player in the game um, when he should have been more of like the the head villain, you know, 
giving off that type of vibe, even though uh, he may not be the villain uh, if you watch it. But yeah, and I obviously uh, <laughs> I said this in Truth or Dare, and I'll say it again here. Um, I don't, I just don't like Lucy Hale uh, in this one either. It just I don't know. She seems really over the top, and I get it. Like that's kind of her character, uh, but it just comes across as um, ridiculous, and it just kind of. Um, I don't know. It just kind of she she seems to outdo everyone else in the movie, and it just I don't know. I I didn't buy it one bit, especially like towards the end of the film. Um, but she did the same thing in Truth or Dare as well. So her and Jeff Wadlow just need to do a third one where <laughs> she also is doing the same thing, so they can have their trilogy. But yeah, I just uh, her character definitely not likable at all. Um, and just even when she tries to redeem herself, and then she flips back and forth, it's just like I whatever um but like i said maggie q was definitely the best part and then hold on uh let me check in real time here because there was also another performance that i quite enjoyed because i liked his story uh austin stowell um without giving anything away with his uh storyline he uh actually had a lot going too um going with his character as well that i really enjoyed so it's like there's some stuff that's great and they could have expanded upon but then there's like cheap and stuff it just it's just so weird how they delivered this but i would love to see like an extended kind of version of this story uh play out in tv form um and then yeah it's like i said some of the set pieces are are well done in terms of executing tension and suspense and some of the camera angles are uh you know creepy and unnerving but at the end of the day it's just it's just fine it's not as, i don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be if you want to rent it for five bucks uh, out there on VOD, be my guest. I don't think you should buy it outright. Um, but if you like the kind of cheesy, corny PG-13 horror films, um, I, you know this one might satisfy you. But just for me, it didn't really hit any type of mark. Even though I saw potential there, just didn't really work out for me in the long run. So I'm going to give it a C, um, just down the middle. I don't really have anything more or less to talk about. So... Uh, let me know down below what you thought of Fantasy Island. I know a lot of people hate it out there, so please let me know why you hate it so much or love it so much. Uh, I read all the comments even if I don't reply to all of them. Please like this video and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date when I review anything. If you're more of a podcast person and you want the reviews in podcast form, then uh, please subscribe to my Real Me In uh, movie podcast um, podcast feed on anchor or wherever you get your podcast if you want more of an audio form but that will do it for this review guys uh, i'm chase lee and tune in next time for whatever i review next stay safe out there you guys are the best i will see you guys later